1: Did you hear? Marvin Dog Media has a Patreon page. That's awesome. What's that? Well, I'm glad you asked. Patreon is a way for our listeners to help us continue producing the shows we like to record that they like to listen to.
2: That's that's what I thought. But just for the people who don't know, how does that work?
1: Well, it's actually pretty simple. You go to patreon.com forward slash Marvin Dog Media and you can pledge as little as a dollar a month. All the proceeds go towards expenses like web hosting, bandwidth, equipment, you know, all the stuff that we need to keep talking toys on a weekly basis. On the first of the month, you get charged whatever you pledged, and it comes to us to help us keep the lights on.
2: Sweet! And do patrons get anything in return?
1: Of course! We're not in nothing-for-something mode here. Every pledge level has rewards. Starting at 2 bucks a month, they'll get access to bonus shows along with a mention in the show notes each week. The rewards increase from there all the way up to a co hosting gig on a show of their choice and artwork by you.
2: Nice. I knew I was going to end up drawing something at some point. I can't wait.
1: Me either. So now everyone knows where to go. And if they forget, they can just check the show notes, the website, or the Facebook page. And if they still can't find it, they can just email us and we'll show them how.
2: Patreon.com forward slash Marvin Dog Media, helping Taylor and Jeff to keep talking toys.
1: To Talking Toys with Taylor and Jeff, where we go back in time to discuss our favorite toys, one toy line at a time. Hello, and welcome to Talking Toys with Taylor and Jeff action figure exclusive. I'm Taylor. I'm Jeff, and it's a He Man version of the show, and we're here to talk about. A character that sounds like something from She-Ra, Princess of Power to me. Uh, yes. We're, we're talking about Nocturna.
2: Initially, now, I was going to say initially when, when you sent the link, I was like, well, I don't remember breaking down all the characters of She-Ra. And then I remembered, I'm like, oh, yeah, I yeah, know there is a character in New Adventures. And I'm like, this is going to be strange.
1: But before we get into all of that, we'd like to take a moment to thank all of our Patreon supporters, including Gary Rickelman, Heather Jaworski, Cajun Baz, Steve Chu, Seth Zalagi, Laird Henderson, Dario Lorenzetto, Wade Burton, Christopher Sheets, Jared Hart, Pamela Johnston, and Mr. Matt Moore. Thank you so much for your support. We literally could not do this without you. Thank you. Okay, so. In, in most languages, names mm-hmm. that end in A are feminine. Angela, Andrea, you know, things like that. Alicia. Right. I don't know why I'm only coming up with A names, Dane, but uh, Belinda.
2: Like Dan, like Dana, Dana. Melinda.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, Nocturna looks like a male. Yes. Nocturna is a male. Yes. Okay, can you explain this to me?
2: Um... Did did you ever hear the other story? than it's just weird? No, did you ever hear the story about a boy named Sue? Yes. Okay, so
1: so is that what happened here? Story was was Nocturna's uh, father, Shell Silverstein.
2: Well, hold on. So Nocturna is a heroic martial arts warrior. Real name is unknown. Nocturna is a martial arts warrior from the land of Maida on the eastern continent of Primus. He has the ability to deliver a powerful martial arts kick. A silent, mysterious figure, Nocturna's chief weapons are his stealth and immense powers. Okay. So and he's a his powers ninja. of ninja. <laughs> right. Like the stereotypical Kung Fu character, Nocturna prefers peace over war. He is a soldier slash philosopher of the group, uh, constantly looking for passive ways of defeating his enemies and his weapon is a silent phaser bow, and he is a martial arts master. Now, he was portrayed in some areas where he had, like, psychic powers, but none of them really pointed out his name. And then there's another story where Nocturna was given this name by the galactic heroes because he didn't speak his name, like, no one knew. And so they gave him Nocturna to toughen him up because when he took the name Nocturna and went into like the, the, um, the, uh, uh, Taylor out bar, rims, I'm already bored. People Is this gonna be going to an end soon? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm done. It's a weird name. Yeah. It's a really that, weird that, name.
1: Yeah. That, uh, yeah. I, you you managed to make ninjas boring. Congratulations. It's like, that's it's like, that I might amazing. edit that out. No, I'm going to leave it in. Leave, I'm going to leave it in. This is, so this is people, people can yell for. at me. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So he's, he's one of the good guys. Yes. Okay. And he looks like a GI Joe character at a glance. He looks like, uh, like he looks like one of the GI Joe characters to me. Cause he's got like, he's got a blue body suit on basically. Mm-hmm. With like purple camouflaging on it, is that what that's supposed to be? Yeah, yeah, it's it's basically camouflage. So when he's in the forests on Avatar, is that <laughs> or whatever well, that planet is?
2: It's a Pandora. <laughs> that's the the planet you're looking for. Yes. Okay,
1: I've I've never seen the movie. So <gasps> you've never seen Avatar. I, well, I saw Dances with Wolves, so it's pretty much the same thing. No, and I've seen the Smurfs, never... so it's the same thing.
2: No, no, no. You yes. can't just let this one ride.
1: No, there's. Uh, we're not we, going to have this. We've actually fans, had this discussion before.
2: I think you should get on
1: Facebook and tell them what's up. We've actually had this uh, discussion before on this show. Uh, <laughs> there's no reason to go see that movie if you're not seeing it in 3D. So I have never seen the movie. I have no desire to see the movie. Hmm. But the figure that we're here to talk about... <laughs> what, what? So seriously, though... It, it, are, are there blue forests, blue and purple forests on whatever his home planet is, Primus? Yes. Yeah. Are you just saying that? No. Okay.
2: Yeah. Okay. Why else would he have blue and purple camouflage? I mean, it's not like Mattel's because trying to make it was him the night ni- ni- because unique. it was
1: exactly it's because it was eighty nine ninety and that's what everybody did. Okay, well, let's talk about the figure then mm-hmm. uh, before I fall asleep. So we'll start at the top and work our way down his head. He's got a he got a decent head sculpt. Uh, it's not as good as the last one we discussed, but uh, it's decent. He looks, he got a kind of a Bruce Lee vibe going. Yeah. Uh, You know, black hair with like the sort of the Justin Bieber hairstyle with all, you know, windswept and everything. But they did, I think they did a good job with the hair uh, because, you know, it, it looks like it's, it looks like it looks unkempt, but it looks like there's texture to it.
2: Right. And there is, I, I do have this figure. Um... And I was quite impressed by the head sculpt. So it looks, it does have a little bit better look than the pictures here, but the pictures are, they're pretty much on par with what you get. Yeah, they're, so it's they're not... pretty good.
1: He's got, he's got very thick eyebrows. Mm-hmm. He's like the Martin Scorsese eyebrows, but it looks like one of them is kind of cocked down like he's doing the, uh, the Jack Nicholson thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he's got high cheekbones. So he's got, he's got an Asian, he's got an Asian, uh, look to him. With the high cheekbones, you know, the dark hair, you know, dark eyes and everything. And uh, one, one thing I think is interesting, though, is that he's he looks to be in really good shape, but he's got his cheeks are sort of puffy. Yeah, a little bit, a little
2: bit. A little bit. The, yeah. the problem with that is that it's when when you have a sculpt like this and you have a figure that's supposed to have muscles or have an action feature they had to kind of sculpt the neck into the face. And so yeah. it he's, makes got, yeah, it's he's got, faced. he's got that
1: John Cena neck where mm-hmm. he, uh, he doesn't really doesn't, there's no stopping there, but yeah. they did a good job with the jawline. I think.
2: Yeah, I'm going to agree. Yeah, definitely.
1: And they didn't have to sculpt his neck because the hair in the back goes all the way down to his collar, right? Yes. Okay. So coming down from there what, uh, onto his, uh, his, his torso, uh, I, I like the collar that they've given him. It's, it's sort of like, it looks like an elastic collar. There's some ribbing there going there. Mm-hmm. And, and then, um, you know they they've done some good work with the the folds on his uh, on his shirt because you know on the back you know what it looks like the design on his on his costume looks like you know those those cups you would get at like every cafeteria that have like the blue background and like the, <laughs> yeah. the neon pink or purple swooshes on it yeah that's what this reminds me of okay I could see he's a, that he's a he's a food court uh, food court drink cup here he's a food but, court uh, ninja. He, But they did a good job. Like I said, I feel like they did a good good job on the back and the front uh, with the fold work on this because there's not a lot of detail on it. It looks like it's textured like, you know, it it looks like it's smooth textured, isn't it? it? Uh,
2: Fairly. Now, there is a little bit of pitting. It's for the most part fairly smooth, but there is a little bit of pitting. And when you say pitting. So it's like little indentions.
1: Okay. Not like his armpit stains.
2: No, no, but it's okay. got little indentions that, that kind of um, that give it a little bit of texture. So if you run your finger across it, you can scratch a little bit, you can hear it. So it's almost like a, um, it's almost like a fabric the way they got it. Uh, gotcha. That makes now.
1: sense. Yeah. And that's cool. And I, and I like that it's sort of loose fitting because they didn't, they haven't sculpted, you know, his, his abs and everything in and uh, like they normally do abs and rib cage and everything. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it actually, i I actually like this sculpt a lot. Um, one thing I do think is interesting is the way they've got it bunched up around his belt because he's got a <laughs> he has got a black belt. Obviously, he has to have a black belt. Yes. <laughs> um, which I which I think is cool. And uh, I and then, you know, his his crotchal area is the same color blue as everything else. So I, I really I really dig this a lot, actually. Um, and then uh, his arms, they look to be almost mirror images of one another. But are they are the hands the same? For the
2: most part, yeah, they are they are pretty much the same, and even so he's got- even his calm links are are fairly similar. There's a little bit of sculpting difference between the two, but there's not a lot.
1: And what Taylor's talking about, folks, is the the sleeves match the rest of his suit. You know the the blue uh, the blue fabric, and he, and there's even some fold work around his muscles, which I this is not something we've seen a whole lot of in Masters of the Universe. So I no. I really like that. Uh, they're sort of stretching themselves here and uh, just below his elbows, uh, he has these, uh, you call them comlinks. Yeah. They're like, they're, little, they look like gauntlets, but they're, but they're actual, actual communicators.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I'm going to say communicators cause they have like, what well, looks like circuit work in them, but it would be like, my guess is communicator, maybe some sort of um, uh, camo thing, maybe some sort of like direction uh, screen. There's one that looks like, I think it's on his right. Looks like he has a little bit of a screen sculpted on there. So it's probably like kind of a personal data assistant that helps
1: him out with things. Okay. And you said and you said there's a little bit of difference uh in, in between the two? Anything there specific is specific or?
2: No, no, nothing too specific. It's just like you know, like uh, a little button or movement here or the other one has it, you know, in a different spot. So okay. it's just very, very little differences. But for the most part, they are
1: almost exact. Okay. And then he's got black gloves on, which I, I actually kind of like. Um, kind of like the look of the, the black gloves against the uh, the gray and the, the blue, the gray of his gauntlets and the blue of the. Uh, the blue of the suit, the blue and purple of the suit. I do, too. I, I think it's good, like, but it, but it makes him look vaguely militaristic or look sort of looks like he's part of the SWAT team is what he looks like to me. It, it does. And that's, I mean, I, and I think I, it, re- that's the reason it reminds me of GI Joe's because there, there was, was it shockwave was a character who yeah, was like a SWAT guy. That's blue, what he kind of reminds me of.
2: Blue with the light blue uh, stripe work in it. Yeah. Um, the one thing to keep in mind, what Nocturna reminds me of is in the original designs, when they were trying to figure out what to do with He-Man. For the second wave in the uh, the the Art of He-Man book that you gave me,
1: mm-hmm.
2: there is a drawing of a He-Man. And it was an acronym for like heavy uh, heavy infantry, or no? It was I'm trying to remember what the acronym was. Exactly, it doesn't matter.
1: It was, it was stupid. Whatever it was, I gave Yeah, it to you. basically,
2: it was like a military <laughs> He-Man. Right. And this reminds me of those designs of the first of the first military type P-Mans that they were wanting to do for the new wave. This is what kind of what they were gunning for. And so this reminds me of those designs. Okay. Yeah. And, and I can see that a lot. And he, he stands out because he's kind of like the only one
1: that follows that design. Yeah. It kind of went in that, in that direction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, going down there to his legs, and again, we've got the same sort of uh, same sort of sculpting, same paint job. We've got the the blue with a little little more purple on the legs than on the arms and and uh, chest. Mm-hmm. It's a little more pronounced, at least. Uh, and again, not super super muscular, uh, but not as much detail with the with the folds and everything either. On his left side, he's got a uh, a strap that goes around his thigh. For I guess is that a knife that he's got there?
2: I think so. I'm, I'm looking at it right here, and there. it's. And it's
1: gray and it's got some nice little texture on it. The strap does.
2: I couldn't get mine off the shelf. I couldn't reach it. Yeah. It's a knife.
1: Okay. <laughs> that's not a knife.
2: It's not. That's not a knife.
1: <laughs> that's a sword. Thankfully our target audience is middle-aged <laughs> like we are. So they're going to get that joke. Uh, but if you're listening with your kids, you may have to explain to them who Crocodile Dundee is. Oh, Crocodile uh, but I uh, knew anyway, I do. I'd like the, uh, the detail on that. And then, uh, the knee at the knees, uh, the legs end and the, the the shins come up, and he's wearing uh, these gray. I guess they're boots, right? They look like they've got metal shin guards on them. Is that right?
2: Yeah, they uh, they would be like one piece boots or or uh, armored boots. So you know, super sci fi boots.
1: Right, and are they, they? They look like they might not be identical. Looks like one on they, the right might have something on the on the inner side of it that the left one doesn't.
2: Right, they are different. On one shin on the right, you have some ribbing that goes along the front. The other one doesn't have that same ribbing. Uh, there's a looks like some sort of um, data box or a box that goes on the inside of that right boot, whereas the left boot doesn't have it. So there are differences between the two. They are not identical at all.
1: Okay. That's cool. I like I that. I think
2: so too. Cause it, it's still for the most part, he's very uniform. Like like overall everything about his aesthetic is is the rhythm of him is is fine. He's cohesive, he's got a motif, he, he works. But there's enough small differences that keep him asymmetrical, which keeps him interesting.
0: Interesting. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now the, uh, action feature for this guy,
1: according to he-man.org, he says, performs a nifty sidekick when tilted to either side. And there's a picture of him with one leg extended out and he's, he's been over to, I guess his right. So <laughs> yes. is this something that he does or do you have to put him in that pose? Okay. So his action
2: feature <laughs> is a little strange. Okay. Um, his legs don't actually tilt like up and down. So you, you can't, you can't sit him in a vehicle. Okay. Um, Okay. You can, but he has to stand up. What he has, is he has two gear systems on his legs in the crotch or the underwear region of his uh, torso. And so if you hold one leg down and pull his body back, the other leg will kick out. But it's manually. You have to do it that way. Um, it's it's neat. It's very unique. It's not really used again, and it's a little strange all at the same time. <laughs> like when when I got him, I, I was like, "Oh, hey, this is pretty cool." And then I happen
1: to notice, like, he can't sit in anything. Like his so legs he really only, only has out. three points of articulation. Then wouldn't you say?
2: Well, I mean, you can count it as articulation, but it, it really is like a, a, um, action feature. So it's got, he's got the knees. So that's two arms, two, and then the head one.
1: Okay. Yeah. Oh, the knees. That's right. That's right. I yeah, forgot. So, the he's knees. Got five. so when you got him in that kick, uh, pose, I guess, how well does he stand up on his other foot? like how is the counterbalance done? Uh
2: I I mean I've never attempted to try to stand him up in a kick. Um but I, I would imagine mine would probably fall over. My, it it doesn't seem like it'd be very like the picture I think either they've got him posed really well where he's balanced or they've got some sort of gummy under his foot to hold him down. Either <laughs> it's, way it's yeah, either yeah. way
1: it's deceptive.
2: Yeah, it's a little deceptive.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay, so then let's talk about his accessories. So he comes with... Um, he, let's see, hang on, let me get back to it. He comes with a helmet, a, a bandolier, and a laser bow, which sounds suspiciously like a bowcaster. So let's talk about the helmet first. The helmet is actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are, are these black or are they dark gray? They're black. Okay, so they match the his gloves. Feature, so again, yeah, the picture nice, makes uh, it nice. Nice.
2: look like it's it's kind of a light gray. Um, they've got it really brightened, but yeah, they're kind of a glossy black.
1: It matches his gloves in. So yeah, it's nice mm-hmm. uh, matching of, of everything. So the helmet again, the sculpt on this helmet is pretty cool because they've got they've got goggles sculpted into the top of it. Obviously, you can't pull them down, but it's a nice little touch. And it looks like uh, there's a little communicator microphone coming out to one side, but it doesn't stick out in front of him so that it's going to break off. Right. And then it's got all sorts of communication stuff. It looks like going around the back or do they get, does it, are they just on each side? It's on each side. Um, and it's,
2: I think it's really, Oh, I see the back side. The, the one thing to keep in mind is that, um, with the, the helmet, he, I I had a point to this. Oh, uh, I'm amazed. (laughs) I'm thrown off. You might have to edit that one out. What What were you talking about? I, I I just lost my train of thought. Yeah, I can't remember.
1: Okay. Well, I like that it doesn't go down all the way. Uh, it's like the back. His hair is his hair sticks out of the bottom of it. Um, and it looks like it sits on his head pretty well.
2: It does. Um, this is one that I've, I've seen, um, a version of them that had the helmet. Mine doesn't have it, but I've played with one that had the helmet with them and it does hold really well to his head. So it's not like one that
1: just falls and plops off. You cut out on that one. Oh, can you hear me?
2: Um, the helmet does hold to his head really, really well. Yeah. Taylor. Hello? Hello?
1: You're cutting out. Can you hear me?
2: I can hear you fine.
1: Okay, you're cutting out really bad. Uh, You just went silent for like 30 seconds. Uh Uh-oh. The last thing I heard was when you said, I don't actually have one. Okay. After I said it it sits on his head pretty well. So give me five seconds and then start that over again.
2: So, my Nocturna doesn't actually have the helmet, but I have seen a Nocturna that has the helmet with them, and the helmet does hold to him really, really well. It's actually, the way that they've got it fitted, it, it fits where his hair comes out a little bit, and it sits right in place, and it's a really nice fit. It's not something that's just going to fall off.
1: Okay. Well, that, that's cool, and, and it's mm-hmm. good. That's as it should be. So... The bandolier, uh I I can't get a really good picture of the bandolier. It looks like it's got some a little bit of texture to it, but not a lot. What what is the story with that and why why would they go with a bandolier instead of like a, a chest plate? Does does this does his bow fit in the back of it? You know,
2: I, I kind of wondered, um looking at it, there doesn't seem to be a place to fit the bow because even on the back there's well looks like a an area that juts out a little bit.
1: That's what I was thinking. The bow might go in,
2: but there's no tab to hold it down. But it looks it like solid. Yeah, it's yeah, solid. It looks there's like there's nothing solid. to it.
1: It's just like a it's just like a a, a pocket basically for him to put stuff in.
2: Mm-hmm. I would say. I mean, it's probably just a bandolier of gear, but uh, nothing very specific. And most of the texture work on it looks like it's mechanical or like a not mechanical but electronic.
1: Right, yeah, and, and like I said, there's some really good, really cool uh, detail on it, but it doesn't really look like anything, right? It, it's 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 sort of uh, nebulous, sort of uh, uh, ambiguous, is what I'm the word I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's an a- ambiguous bandolier. So then that brings us to his bow and the bow. Again, it, it kind of reminds me of like Chewie's bowcaster because I. I I don't really see where you would pull anything back. It looks like it just shoots this little missile off of it. Is that what happens? So
2: (laughs) I was kind of wondering. So it looks like looking at this bow, it's got a missile on it. So it's got a missile to the side. On the other side, it looks like it has a scope for him to look through. And then under the missile is where he would hold it. And then I think the bottom where it has like a pipe, it's like a rib pipe that comes yeah, out. It like, yeah, them. it
1: looks like. Yeah, it looks like. Yeah, uh, it looks like a looks like something you would screw something into or up. Yeah,
2: yeah, it looks like that might be like a draw portion that would be a trigger for that box, and maybe the box sends out like a a cutting sound wave that knocks things down. But it's a very it's a strange bow because out of all this, we got this whole bow and then one
1: missile and then no yeah, just, way to like, Just fire like it. a bandolier, it's sort of ambiguous. Yes. Okay. Uh, again, a really cool design. Because at the top you've got you know you've got a a ribbed portion on that that uh, the angle that comes down at the top and it almost looks like there's a, something up there for him to strum as well. I say strum to pull back on. <laughs> so maybe it's like a double bow. I, I don't know. Yeah, I this this particular design I don't understand. Like it definitely looks mechanical because at the very bottom you've got uh, on on in front of the you know the little threaded portion we were talking about before. The front portion of it comes out at another angle, just like the one at the top. Mm-hmm. And there's like a, there's a, I don't know, a joint there of some sort right in the middle. But I don't know what purpose any of this serves.
2: I don't know either. It's, it's weird because thinking about like the ninja in the last line, um, Ninjor, he had a bow and thinking about his bow, it, it had a scope on it, had a couple scopes and it had a tension rod and then it had the string and then an arrow. And it made sense. And this one looks cool. Like it it really looks a part of being cool, but it doesn't seem functional at all. Like I'm, I look at it and I don't quite understand like how it would work and and the purpose of how it would
1: work. Yeah, you can't reverse engineer this thing just by, by looking at it or trying to play with it. Right. Really bizarre. So that's a, that's a, um, that, that's kind of a kind of a negative for me. So that's I mean, that's all there is for the for the fo- for the figure, the uh, the packaging for the guy, you know, it's got the, the standard uh, He-Man packaging, but it's got him doing the kick on the on the card, which, you know, looks a little little comical to me. But especially <laughs> since I know that he doesn't actually do a kick, you've got to actually place him in the kick. It's right. bizarre. Well I mean so, he can,
2: he can do the kick if you hold his foot in place and then pull him back so it, it's he can kick. It's just not like a sprain powered kick, you know, you're That's what I
1: mean like his it will stay in place, you just have to lift him over. No, so okay, fine. I get that. <laughs> so then what is your favorite feature about this figure?
2: I actually really like his overall design. Like I I love the military look of him. So for me, his overall design is what I really, really
1: dig. I'm a big fan of this color scheme. I've given it a hard time because it doesn't look, it looks fairly earthbound to me. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I do like the the whole color scheme. The, 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 the blue, purple, the gray, and the black all work together. And I think they've used them all really well. Um, I would have liked to have seen some more black maybe on his boots, like maybe on the foot of his boots.
2: Mm-hmm. I can see that.
1: But, uh, but you know, as it is, I think that that's really good. What is your least favorite feature about this toy?
2: My least favorite feature has to do with him not being able to rock his legs forward.
1: Yeah, he can't sit down.
2: Yeah, I I don't. That's a
1: problem for me, too.
2: Yeah, I don't like that at all.
1: Yeah, I don't blame you for that one. Um, and since you picked that one, I'll pick another one. That bow having such weird a weird design and and no obvious use to it. Uh, really bugs me because they obviously, somebody spent a lot of time designing it. I think they could have done a better job of letting us know what, how it worked and what it did. Right. Cause we yep. know they can do it cause they've done it before. So what do you feel like uh, best exemplifies the line with this toy?
2: Um, here's the thing. There's nothing really that I think exemplifies the line. Like besides for maybe his color scheme, which is still, kind of muted and not exact to the line. There's not a lot of him that looks a part of the rest of the series.
1: And see, for me, that is what exemplifies the line. We've talked about this before, as we're talking more and more about this toy line, Mm -hmm. I'm learning that the, the commonalities of it, the, the, uh, the common themes are that there is no common theme. They're trying new stuff and everything like, yeah, he doesn't look like anything from Eternia, but He still looks like he belongs because the lines of everything he's there are a lot of the the lines of this of this line are very rounded. There's not a lot of sharp lines in them, Mm. uh, except maybe with the weapons. Everything is a little more rounded, and I see a lot of that with him as well, especially with that helmet. Okay, so that that's that's kind of, you know, what I what I think about it. So uh, is this toy cool? I think he is. In, in the long run,
2: despite like his his downfall of, of his leg thing, that's really bothersome. I still think he's cool.
1: Yeah, here's the thing. This guy has a couple of really bad cons for me. One being not being able to sit down and the other being that weapon. But the pros outweigh it. So he, he does fall on the side of cool. Uh, if they had done a little more work with him and made him a little more conventional, uh, he might, uh, or at least made that kicking action work a little better, mm-hmm. he might be even higher in the cool bracket but uh, he's he's in the cool bracket so you know a C a C student is still passing so we'll go with that <laughs> so uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts on Nocturna and what you would call Nocturna if you were naming him <laughs> so head to the Facebook page and let us know what you think and if you've got one in your collection especially if he's got the helmet uh, I want to see it and I want to see it uh, posed in that kicking action if you can get it to stand up and I will not be surprised at all if you can't <laughs> So, for Talking Toys with Taylor and Jeff. Action figure exclusive. I'm Taylor. I'm Jeff. And remember, they're not dolls. They're action figures.
2: Kicking action figures.
1: Yeah, this action figure kicks. (laughs) That's a horrible joke. Good night, folks. (laughs) Thank you for listening. For more episodes of this show or other Marvin Dog Media productions, go to marvindogmedia.com to stream or download the shows or to subscribe via iTunes. Email us at marvindogmedia at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at marvindogmedia. Follow us on Pinterest at pinterest.com forward slash marvindogmedia. This podcast has been a production of Marvin Dog Media, all rights reserved. How many times can we say Marvin Dog Media.